You want me to fill it with Christmas jingle music? Yes. I mean, I could probably try and throw some in there. I would love that. What's your favorite Christmas tune? Mariah Carey, obviously. Oh, okay. That's everyone's favorite. Because it's amazing. (laughs) Uh, Come on. Hold on. I have to hear (laughs) it. We can't put it on, though, because of copyright. We can put on a little little tidbit. And it's Mariah Carey. She will come after us. She'll come after Alpaca My Bay? It's Mariah Carey. She doesn't give a fuck. I would honestly be so (laughs) impressed if she did. I'd be like, we've made it. Mariah Carey listens to us. Well, uh, Merry Christmas. Thanks. It's not too. actually Christmas right now. <laughs> it's actually November 20th. We're doing yeah. this ahead of time. We just thought you guys would like to hear from us on um, Christmas Day. So yes, happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Hope um, you're with your family. Happy Hanukkah. If your family is problematic for you, I hope you're not with them and you're just enjoying your time alone or with other loved ones. Yes. Take the day. So Aaron, also this is Katie, producer here. I just started recording out of the blue, so hope you're ready. Um, Why are we here today on this lovely day? Well, we thought it'd be fun to check in with all our Apaka pals Mm -hmm. on today, this day, Wednesday, December 25th. Um, (laughs) And we just thought we would be a little more personal and share with you um, what's been going on with us, you know, like on a more personal level, because you guys hear me talk a lot more than like I ever imagined anyone would <laughs> and you hear Katie in the background <laughs> just chuckling you hear Katie chuckling and maybe it's time we share a little bit more about ourselves um I think that would be nice for all of the people who listen to yeah, us yeah as sort of like a year-end thing and as we head into the new year um I figured you know why don't we get to talk a little bit about our year and what we see coming up for the next year because as conscientious travelers I want to kind of set some resolutions for myself because I will be going on a fun little trip in May so I'm really excited about it and I want to be prepared to do be the best person I can possibly be while I'm abroad yeah you know so what's been going on in your life this last year oh god I was hoping I was going to ask you that first wait why don't you (laughs) tell us like what your day job is because I think like I'm just a mysterious people entity. have no idea. Okay, well, um, so my day job, like my nine to five, Monday to Friday, is I work for uh, a location scouting company. So it's kind of like Airbnb for productions. So location owners come onto the website, they make a little listing, and then producers connect with them and shoot commercials in their home. So. Um, yeah, like I had my old apartment in Toronto on there. We had like nine productions in my house. Um, and one being like a Canadian tire commercial where they painted all of our living room pink and then painted all back white for us. <sighs> Texted me in the middle of the day like, you want to keep the pink? Like, are you sure? I was like, no, <laughs> no, please no. No, thank you. Um, we had a couple music videos, made like a decent chunk of our rent every few months. So that was nice. So I actually started listing our apartment on Set Scouter mm-hmm. and now I get 
emails from you and they always kind of <laughs> jar me because I'm like Katie from Set Scouter. It like confuses me because in my head I'm a marketer so I'm like oh no she didn't write this email to me personally. I wrote but the in my email. head I'm always, yeah but you didn't write it with me in mind. I had it with you in mind and all of our other customers in mind okay Erin. It's tailored to you and you specifically in such a general sense that it will really reach and hit the hearts of all of our listeners. <laughs> Am I your ideal uh, yeah. client? Okay. Well, for me at least, yeah. because you're chill and easy to talk to. What's been going on other than work? Um. Well, back in January, we moved out to uh, live with my partner's parents and help them out around the house. So it's been kind of a different life um, from moving from Toronto to the forest. Um, it's really, really beautiful, and it's been pretty chill. So, yeah. So now I have a commute every day, which kind of sucks, but it means that I get to listen to more podcasts, which I shouldn't even... St- like, once I hit the podcast, like, part of my life, that's when I become really, really annoying because I'm obsessed with podcasts, and I just started freelance podcast producing. So, um, yeah, you don't want to start this conversation with me, Aaron. <laughs> I know this could go on forever. Yeah, I really thought that I was a podcast diehard until I met Katie, <laughs> because I still have like podcast fatigue days where I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen to people talk in my ears anymore. So, but I know you, that like doesn't happen for you. It tells you something that like because I produce this podcast and obviously, like I love this, like I love what we're doing, and. Like, I listen to each of our episodes multiple times, like, and I never get sick of them either. Like, I get hyped up every single time. So, like, I listen to it the first time around when we're recording, then, like, a few more times when I'm editing, and then, like, just for fun. Like, I'll just download the episodes and listen to them because I'm like, oh, that was such a good time. I love that conversation. Like, I'm actually, like, a diehard podcast fan. It's somewhat embarrassing. I was thinking about changing my Twitter handle to podcat, but then I was like, maybe this is just going too far. If that handle is available, it you is. absolutely it's should. It's available. Yeah, change it. Do I it. can't. I can't be that person. Oh. I'm trying to be a cool podcaster, Aaron. You are a cool not podcaster. Not a regular podcaster. You don't even cool need to try. <laughs> okay, so tell me what's going on with you. Uh, How has the last year been for you? It's been, I mean, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of craziness happened. Lots of good things happened. I finally landed a job that makes me really happy. And I feel really privileged to be able to say that. I don't despise going into the office every day. In fact, I look forward to it. That's key. Which is like really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. I'm learning a lot. Um, for those that don't know, I work for a e-commerce agency um so basically like we help create solutions for e-commerce brands so that's brands that are selling items online Uh, and i work in marketing so a lot of my job is copywriting and thinking up campaigns and there's a creative element to it that i really enjoy um it's kind of funny because i never really saw myself working in marketing but then like one day it kind of clicked and i was like wow like i make a podcast i have a blog like all of this has to do with marketing Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like a beautiful marriage of ideas that led me to this marketing role and i'm really glad that i took the plunge and did it because i'm very happy in it so yeah we have full-time jobs if we gave you the impression that this podcast is all we do with our lives 
I am so proud. But um, <laughs> yeah, we don't make money with this podcast at all. This is just a labor of love. And I love this. I love Erin. I love her content. And uh, yeah, so we've officially now known each other for over a year. Yep. Um, okay, fun question. What was, having known each other, what has been your most fun experience together this year? Because I can think of a few. Ooh. Or like, yeah, just like most memorable. Most memorable. You know, looking back. I think going to the alpaca farm, meeting your dog. Is that a stupid thing to say? (laughs) Just because you talk about Joe so much. Meeting him was like truly, truly magical. I hyped you up for it so much too. I was like, Aaron, he's like a bit reactive. So if you just meet him properly, you'll be fine. So I like had all these treats prepared. I told them like when you arrive, because we went camping together, I said, when you arrive, just go, Joe, Joe, and get them all hyped up. And uh, it worked. He was obsessed with you guys. And even to the extent where while we were camping, Joe and Aaron snoozed so hard together beside the campfire. Aaron had her head back, mouth open, like <laughs> like just passed out. And Joey was just like a lump of bricks on your lap. Just like, oh. this is the best time of my life. I'm having the best snooze ever. So it was really cute. Maybe <laughs> I should post like we that photo is just like so iconic. <laughs> so PSA, I'm not just a cat person. I love dogs <laughs> equally as much. Mm-hmm. Um But to circle back, I think like, yeah, those were fun times actually seeing you try to like axe a piece of wood in half while like a little bit drunk out in the woods was really hilarious. And I replay that video whenever I'm feeling a bit sad because like it makes me laugh every time. That video is so funny. Um, But I'd say like aside from that, the memorable moments for me are it's not even like particular moments. It's more just like seeing the way that we've grown like not just as a team but individually like I'm so proud of you for getting your first podcast contract and it just feels nice to know that like this may have had a little bit of a part in that and And 100% does this has been a huge part of that yeah so it's exciting to see how like this is changing our lives in like sometimes small and sometimes big Mm -hmm. ways and yeah I just feel such a deep sense of loyalty to you and I love the way that we are creative together it's like really beautiful oh I've never experienced this I know I'm gonna cry too (laughs) but it's I think it's really rare in life to find someone that like you can be like friends with because we are friends outside of this Mm -hmm. podcast but also like to really drive with someone creatively is really incredible and I don't think everyone gets to experience that yeah it's such a good feeling to know and like honestly that that solidified it for me for me was when we were recording with Daniel from everywhere um and that was just like such an overwhelming day for Aaron and I because like we had this guy coming from iHeartRadio flying down to Toronto to record with us uh I fucked up the recording (laughs) I had to own up to it to this guy and he completely took it like like a champ and I was like wow cool so I guess we're just gonna leave but no he wanted to keep hanging out with us the rest of the day and it was just such an overwhelming experience for us because you know we'd never met anybody like that before and uh Daniel was such a cool opportunity to meet him and we still talk to him and 
um, it was just like such a crazy day for us and we kind of left overwhelmed and had a nice walk back to your apartment and we're kind of like regrouping and gathering everything that had happened and we we're like wow like this was such a crazy day and then we realized you know like I'm glad we had each other through it even though at some point we were separated and I just like I know Aaron feels the exact same way as me yeah through all of this like I knew I had your like you had my back the entire time and it was such a fun day to like experience all of that with you because yeah, we're an indie podcast. Like we do this in your living room <laughs> and to have somebody fly out from LA or New York or wherever. I don't, Daniel, you live everywhere. So <laughs> literally is the literally name of everywhere. Podcast. <laughs> so to have him come in and see us in Toronto was like overwhelming, really. Yeah. Like I don't even, I still to this day, like can't really grasp the felt, the feeling that I felt, yeah. you know, meeting him and knowing that he liked what we're doing so i know cool. it really and it also pointed out to me like i feel sometimes oh man this is going deep i feel <laughs> <laughs> when we started this podcast i don't think i ever really thought anyone would listen but because we have analytics we know that people are listening now and it just feels like a lot of weight on me because you know, when you're in a podcast, like you're speaking and there's no real way for people to like challenge what you're saying beyond the person that you're talking with directly. And I never want to like be an authority because I recognize that like I'm in a position of privilege. Um, it's a privilege that I even have like the resources and time to make this podcast. And so I feel like a lot of imposter syndrome in that department. Um I don't know where I was going with this, but I think what makes it possible is like your support constantly reassuring me like it's okay. You're going to make mistakes and like everyone makes them and that's all right. And ultimately, I must say like this podcast is a learning experience for me. I think like I'm doing a lot of research and people listening might get the impression like, oh, that like, oh, that's such a smart point. But like, they're not always my points. These are points that I'm researching and bringing together. I'm presenting you with information, but I'm learning from this just as much as anyone who's listening is learning. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really special about this podcast because I, I think like even if no one listened, I would be thankful for this project because I'd be like, wow, I learned a lot doing this podcast and I feel like I've challenged myself and my own opinions and my own worldview in a way that I probably wouldn't have if um, I wasn't every two weeks talking into a microphone. Yeah. I mean, I'm. you made me think about when we like started and yeah, like meeting you and understanding what the concept of your podcast was going to be and we kind of tailored it together too like I remember before I had even met you and we kind of connected over Facebook I was like oh it's it's just a travel influencer who like wants to have a podcast and talk about like oh I went to this place and then I went to this place and then I went to this place and I was like I really want to make a podcast and like this person has the content let's do it and then meeting you and talking about it more I was like oh this is actually like this is good shit like and I was stoked and then throughout the year it's been awesome because like I haven't had the chance to travel that often and most of my travel experiences 
through wilderness and outdoor travel. So I do a lot of camping and hiking. Um, so that's where I kind of focus my energy in the travel sphere and like just getting to hear about all of your experiences and um, your values and morals and how we align on everything is like has been just awesome. So I've learned a ton just producing the podcast and sitting here listening to you talk to your guests. So it's been like eye-opening for me and enlightening in a lot of ways because I'm, you know, developing my skills as a producer learning all the stuff about travel and developing a really great relationship with you so I feel like when I look at where I was this time last year like it's a completely a complete different like situation so I'm pretty stoked I'm proud of you like you've been killing it and considering the billions of other things that you do like (laughs) it's kind of insane like I don't understand how you know you're awake right now (laughs) I mean honestly it is a problem we're both not quitters that's the thing and we had a conversation the one time about how you were like honestly like I don't think Katie you would let me quit and I was like nah no and that's a good thing but honestly I don't know if I would quit I think I have moments where I'm like oh like I'm so busy I need to quit Mm -hmm. but I never can yeah like even today I was feeling a smidge overwhelmed before we sat down and then Just like, I don't know, recording makes me so happy and just being around you makes me so happy. Yeah, You know, like it's really people say, OK, so full disclosure, I'm turning 30. <laughs> OK, <sighs> sorry. Oh, God. I brought tequila back from Mexico and Katie is drinking it straight. And uh, that's the sound of how Ooh. it tastes going down her throat. Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, I'm turning 30 this year, which is pretty wild. Um and people say that your 30s are the best years of your life. And I think I agree because when I think about like this last year of being 29, this is the year where I've like finally found a job that makes me happy. I'm in a beautiful relationship with my partner that makes me like so happy and so supported. Um, I feel secure in a way that I never did before. And I'm working on projects that... I really love and am invested in and that not only like contribute to my own like growth but like are having at least a little bit of an impact in the world Mm -hmm. and so it makes me really excited to turn 30 actually because like for the first time in my my life I'm uh, mature and old enough to really know what I want out of life and put my time and energy towards those things Mm -hmm. which is a beautiful thing I think. I've told you about my theory about turning 30 right what is it when you turn 30 you instantly get hotter oh I hope so dude I'm like fully convinced every 30 year old I know is so hot so like on February 11th I'll be hotter a hundred percent like and then as you as you go through your 30s you just keep aging like fine wine like I'm a hundred percent convinced when you turn 30 you get so hot Actually, though, I think it's about confidence, though, because that's another part of For this. Sure. Like, I was never that confident in my 20s, and now I feel more confident than I've ever been in my life. But it's also the extra little grays that you get that are also hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the tequila is hitting me. <laughs> oh, apparently. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah. That's exciting. Like, I think so. My mom told me that. So my mom is a bit spiritual. Um but in a, a way that I can't really explain, it's kind of a, you know, Heidi's way of being spiritual. Mm-hmm. And she told me that the next three years of my life are going to be really big for me. Oh. 
So that started, you know, this year. And I think it was a really good year. Like, you know, there was a lot of change for me. But through that change, I had a lot of other, there was like, you know, stuff that was hard to deal with. Moving back to, moving to Campbellville was like, you know, it was hard. Like I left my independence in Toronto to go to Campbellville. But the upside of that was, actually it was a completely different note but you know I've been pursuing a lot of things that I love to do and developing my skills and setting a lot of time to do that so I've changed a lot in the last year too so I think there's good stuff ahead absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah so there's two personal things that I think are worth sharing because I'll be fully honest with everyone Mm -hmm. alpaca pals it's really ironic that I'm the host of a podcast because I'm actually very introverted (laughs) And my dad jokes about it. He's like, do you like have to get in a headspace to do the podcast and like be social? And I'm like, yeah, dad, yeah, I do. I have to. It's really hard for me. And like, Katie, you're so social and like open to meeting new people. Like you're naturally that way. So I just find it so funny that you're not the host I get that. I get that a lot. It's weird. Like, I guess I would consider myself like an extroverted person, but like I really value like my introverted time and my downtime and like the time that I have to myself. Yeah. And I don't feel necessarily like af- in certain situations I do, but I don't always feel afraid to meet new people and go out there and just do shit. But oh, like gosh, I, do. I get all the time like, Katie, you should be hosting a podcast. Like, Why aren't you hosting a podcast? I'm like, yeah. because I don't want to. I want to produce this one. And I really believe in the content and I'm not the right person to talk about it. So all I want to do is sit back and relax and record it and make it great and make everything that Aaron is saying great. Like, because I believe in all this, all that stuff. So like, I'm not the right person for it. And maybe yeah. one day I will find and you you and I have been talking about a, a brand new co- podcast co- concept. Yes. So like maybe that's my time to shine. But yeah. you know what? I don't really need it right now. I'm happy. I'm content. Like this is what makes me happy. So mm-hmm. yeah, thanks for, you know, everyone for telling me that they want to hear me on air. But like now's your chance. Enjoy it while it <laughs> So where I was going with this introverted yeah, sorry. thing is that <laughs> I'm, I don't find like I want to share more with people who are listening so that they feel like they actually know me. So I'm going to do that right now. Please. Um, By telling you that A, this is exciting news. Lucas and I are going to be together for the rest of our lives. We decided. Yay. I'm so excited. (laughs) We don't really believe in marriage. And this is like a big philosophical conversation that like we'll delve into another time. But basically, neither of us see the purpose in having the government um, officiate our love for each other. So we're doing it the way that we want to, which is by exchanging rings. We proposed to each other. Um, and next summer, we're going to throw a bunch of celebrations with family and friends. So stoked. Um, which is really exciting and kind of kind of wild. Like when I met him 10 years ago on a beach in Greece, I really did not think that I would end up living with him. Um, for the rest of my life but here we are and it's amazing he's uh, truly the love of my life yeah my it's best super friend. exciting I can vouch for Luke being an excellent person I got to hear a fair amount of his farts when we went camping together <laughs> they were epic definitely a 10 out of 10 um, would recommend I would not recommend being in the same tent as him I don't know how you did it Aaron I don't oh, know man, years of training yeah 
<laughs> I've been conditioned. <laughs> but no, you guys are great. And meeting both you and Luke has been really awesome. And just like hanging out with you. Like you, Luke, me, Mark, we all went camping together. And it was a great time. We had a really good time. Yeah, it was so fun. It was relaxing, yet great. We'll do it again. Yeah, for sure. So the other thing I thought I should share is sad. Um, so you guys know Annie. She's been in a lot of the podcasts. Um, but we actually had two cats. Our other cat was named Tuna. Um, so here's the full story. Annie doesn't actually belong to Lucas and I. We're taking care of Annie for a friend who lives abroad right now. So she's like our temporary cat. This doesn't mean that we love her any less. Like I love her like to pieces, but I just it's always in the back of my head that she's going to go back to Philip eventually. So Tuna was Luke and I's cat. So she was like really ours. Um, it's like heartbreaking to say, but this cat was like the love of my life. I loved her so much. She was so sweet. Uh, she was like such a snuggler. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she had heart failure. And about a week and a half ago, we ended up having to put her down, which has been really hard on us. Mm-hmm. It's wild how much a small animal can like contribute to your life and you know that because you have joe yeah i can't even imagine like yeah like it was truly devastating i didn't go to work mm-hmm. i couldn't work and um it's really incredible like when i told my manager she was like oh my gosh it's totally fine you don't need to work like these animals are part of our families um, so I really appreciate how people can recognize that. But this was the first time I'd ever had to put a pet down. Mm-hmm. I've had cats in the past, but they were always like temporary because I was fostering. They were. This was like the first cat that really felt like this is my cat. And she and I had like a relationship. And so it was really devastating to have to put her down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah, because, I mean, you've been through some shit. Like, it's important to let people know because it's not all rainbow and sunshines. No. Yeah, it's tough. Like, I mean, I commend you for being there for her. And it was a short relationship, too. Like, you only got her at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And she was so sweet and snuggly. And I loved coming here in the summertime and seeing her laying out on the porch, just like basking in the sun. Aww. And then we'd be in here recording for a little while. We'd be like, we should probably check on Tuna and then go out. And she's in the exact same spot for like the last 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> It was so cute. Yeah. She was lovely and I'm allergic to cats, so I tend to avoid <laughs> them, but it was really hard to avoid the ones coming here. So yeah, rest in peace, Tuna. She was a beauty yeah yeah it's tough to go through something like that yeah but I feel a lot better now now I've like gone from being very sad to being happy that we were able to give her like a nice life for the last Mm -hmm. eight months of her life yeah because I don't think you meant she was a senior cat no she was only six yeah so she was like a middle-aged cat that's young for a cat is it cats live to like 15 true 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 we thought we'd have like 10 more years with tuna oh man yeah no, she but was happy. Okay. She was a happy. She's definitely happy. Yeah. I don't know how you couldn't be happy laying out in the sun like that all day. Yeah. So those are two things that I thought would be nice to share with everyone mm-hmm. um, about my personal life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So what's something you, heh, the wine, what's something <laughs> you're looking forward to in 2020? 
okay, well, exciting things that are coming up in 2020 is I actually have some travel plans, which is really exciting. And Mm -hmm. that's basically the extent of what I'm looking forward to because, um, so having moved back on like a personal note for me, having moved back, and I say back to Milton because I grew up there. Mark and I grew up in the same town, and so we've te- I've technically like moved back. But um, so yeah, we planned on being there for a couple of years. So I'm we're kind of guessing we're, we've got another year to go, um, and I really have no idea like what that looks like for me. And it's scary, but it's kind of exciting too because it opens up a lot of doors and opportunities for us to you know figure things out. Um, so yeah, we have plans to go visit my family in Denmark in May. Um, so we've got a 30 hour layover in Portugal and it's going to be, I'm like so excited for that part. Do you like sardines? <laughs> yes. Uh, I love <laughs> in the all airport, food. <laughs> there is literally a store that only sells sardines. They sell it, like 200 different types of sardines. Is it squeezed with lemon juice? For sure they have that. Hell yeah. For sure. I'll eat hundreds. <laughs> I'm so pumped. So I'm really excited about this trip. We're considering another trip. So this is this one's only going to be a, like a week. So we've got two days in, in Portugal and then um, the rest of the week in Denmark. Um, and then, yeah, we're thinking about going to spring training because Mark is a big baseball fan. And he's turning 30 next year. So or this year. Um, so, Sweet. yeah, we're g- maybe going to go to Florida, even though like it's Florida, but <laughs> but like anything for you babe <laughs> it's your big it's your big year well it's funny and like you say he's that. turning 30 suit too so like think about it it's yeah so hot. i know <laughs> that's exciting for you yeah so your boyfriend's gonna be even hotter <laughs> yeah so that's my plan do you for think the that's year. why everyone starts having kids at 30 it's like oh, probably oops. they're like man i cannot resist <laughs> You just lose all of your, like, everything just washes away. You're, You're like, just so hot. It's got to happen. <laughs> Honest, that's another thing is, like, a lot of my friends are getting married. Uh, uh, a friend of mine from, like, way, way, way back got married um, a week ago. And, you know, yeah. uh, at this point, it would be a month and a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, that was, it was, it's nuts, like, seeing your friends starting to get married and have kids and all that stuff. But it's also really exciting because, like, one of my, our really good friends, they have two kids now, three and, like, a, like four or five months. And, like, it's awesome. Every time we get to see them, we love them so much and they're so cute and you can't help but, like, love every single thing that they do. So it's cool, like, transitioning into that part of life now where you're starting to you know develop different sorts of relationships with your friends yeah it actually is it's really exciting like I love seeing all my friends moving through like different stages of life Mm -hmm. especially kids yeah so like like, I don't especially want kids but I just love like hanging out with other people's kids I'm in no rush like my boyfriend and I have been together for a long time but we're not in a rush at all like we you know one of our goals is like if we're gonna like get married we're not gonna be living with his parents anymore and I think that's (laughs) fairly like fairly reasonable yeah but like we're not in a rush and you guys are pretty chill but it's cool getting to see like all of your other friends you know totally leveling up as they say to be real we started this conversation with a totally different um uh motive i guess yes we wanted to be real and have an awesome like you know holiday conversation but we also want to talk about our resolutions for the new year and uh how we want to you know focus on some conscientious travel as we do that next year i guess Totally. Yeah. So, 
Okay, there's sort of like two approaches I have to this. I'm not a big resolutions person, but like... I never make (laughs) resolutions. So these aren't resolutions. These are, let's say they're goals. Yeah. Or they're just things I've been thinking about. Yeah. So... It's like fresh start. Let's like see how we can rethink things. Yeah. So first of all, when it comes to travel, um, in 2020, we're planning to go to a couple different places, but the biggest trip will be to India. Um, Luke and I have been banking time so that we can go for a couple weeks. Um, we want to explore a different region of India. I am so excited because the last time we were there, we fell totally in love um, with uh, everything there is to see there. It's just such an experience. But one of the issues traveling there is plastic. Last time we were there, we relied on plastic water bottles. We were probably going through like two or three of them a day, um, which is pretty devastating, especially when you think about like the amount of plastic waste that is uh, being generated in India already. So like as visitors, it seems to me that, I mean, we're in a position to reduce that. So I think we have a responsibility to do that by um, finding solutions for avoiding water bottles. So that's one of my goals. Um, so things like Life Straw and uh, Steri Pen, that's another one. These are like systems that you can carry with you that will filter water mm-hmm. to make it drinkable from the tap. Um, I really should have invested in this like ages ago, but you know, better late than never. So we are getting those and we are going to do the whole trip uh, drinking water only that way. Um, And aside from that, like we just want to try to reduce the amount that we fly. I think like, especially when it comes to work, sometimes I have to fly for work. And I mean, I'm taking like an hour long flight and who's to say I can't say to my employer, look, I want to take the train instead. Mm -hmm. I think like, it's just so convenient and fast that it's really easy to like tell yourself that it's okay to use that, especially when it comes to work. But I think this year I'm going to start requesting to go by train whenever I need to travel. Cause like it in the long run, it doesn't take that much longer either. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm going to be conscientious about this year. And then aside from that, this is a little more philosophical and this kind of relates to the podcast, but also to the blog that I write. So um, maybe not everyone knows, but I write a blog called Pina Travels. And I've been doing some thinking about it. It's been live now for a year. And just reflecting on like the content that I put out this year, I don't know that I'm doing as good a job as I could be. And The reason I think this is because when I started the blog, I wanted it to be different from the hordes of travel blogs that exist on the internet. And when I look at the content that I've been putting out, like, I think that I could be doing more with this platform, um, especially when it comes to like conscientious travel and talking about like the privilege of travel, because Like, my blog is an example of privilege of travel, literally. Like, I'm just another blonde white chick who wants to write about her trips on the internet. And, like, when I think about it that way, it's just so stupid. And I'm like, why? 
I care about things like those are the things I should write about on this blog Mm -hmm. like there are enough like five day itineraries of Mexico City like floating around on the internet the internet doesn't need more of that um so that's something I'm going to work towards this year and I think like the balance I'm going to aim for is a mixture of your generic travel content as well as like more essays just about like what is travel privilege like what is passport privilege we'll talk a little bit about like things that I talk about here on this podcast um And I want to put more effort towards highlighting minority bloggers and bloggers that have unique perspectives. Um, So for example, like Curb Free with Corey Lee, like he's a blogger that blogs from the perspective of a wheelchair user and like all of his content is oriented towards people who may have accessibility issues or hurdles that they need to take on when they travel. And to me, that's like a unique perspective and he deserves support. Like we should be reading his itineraries Mm -hmm. um, instead of just reading the exact same itinerary written by like a zillion different white people. Mm -hmm. So sorry, that was a rant. No, but it's just something I've been thinking about. Like, I don't want to just keep making like this content that everyone else makes. Yeah, that's the tricky part about being a blogger is that's like that's basically the goal is to like make your stuff unique. But what makes it unique is as cheesy as it sounds is you. So if you just focus on the stuff that you're passionate about, then how can it not be unique? Mm-hmm. So I think like a lot of people who do travel blogging and blogging in general, um, there's like you kind of accidentally fall into what you think uh, people read. But I think like for me as a podcaster, like I know that the things that a lot of people find the most valuable are personal stories and um just the chance to get to know you as a person better um and like yeah like a big part of our podcast is education and uh just like critical thinking which is great because I love like people get the chance to learn but if it wasn't I think for me like the reason why I try to keep the sound of our podcast so authentic and you know get the sounds of Annie in the background and capture our laughter when that happens is because it brings this authenticity to the podcast and Um, people feel like they get to know you and they're there so I think if you can bring that to your blog then like it's so valuable people feel like they know you and you're adding your own opinions about things and I think that there's a lot of opportunity there to just focus on the things that you are passionate about Mm -hmm. yeah that's like the stuff that I always really like to read yeah in my opinion well I'm gonna try to do that in 2020 yeah but it's scary you know because like I it's also like who am I to be writing about these things like there I feel like there could be other people out there who are much more equipped it's just imposter syndrome that's all it is and there are people who can write about it better than you and those are the people you connect with and you say hey I don't think I'm the right person to talk about this like can I do an interview with you and you do an essay on your talk with them like Mm -hmm. that's what's great about our podcast too is that like we get people I think you and I both have a strong value about getting the right people on our show to talk about certain topics and we don't put ourselves or you as like the main person to talk about these things like there's value in you know talking to Andrew Gerza about traveling as a wheelchair user versus just us or you making an essay about it or um yeah like there's value in getting those other people and doing those and having those connections too like 
I feel like we built a really good relationship with Andrew Gerza because he's awesome. Um, like yeah. cannot recommend him more as a human being in general. Like he's just so funny and like amazing. So like we built a relationship with him and I genuinely always want to promote his content and like he promotes ours too. Like it's awesome just getting to know somebody like that on a deeper level. And yeah. you know, when you find that you have, you find people with the same values as you, that's when you can really make something big and impactful, I think. Because, yeah. like, you and I know working as a team is pretty fucking awesome. It sure is. So, But yeah. also you bring up a good point, and this is, like, another one of the reasons that I've been thinking about this is, like, okay, like, you and I are in positions of privilege. Like, we have privilege, but... I don't think that this doesn't mean we shouldn't try to use that privilege to like leverage something good mm -hmm. and we might make mistakes and maybe our discourse isn't always dead on but I would rather try to use this position to disseminate more information that can like maybe long term instigate like a tiny little bit of change than just like be another blogger a hundred percent yeah that's something that you and I both value I think as content creators in general so yeah. you brought up what I was kind of thinking about for 2020, which was accessibility and travel and um, I guess in just like the world, because uh, so in my life in the last year, um, accessibility has become kind of prominent for me. So I've been like very hyper focused on, you know, what is accessible? What does accessibility even mean? Um, all these things, because, you know, when we did our interview with Andrew Gerza like something that hit home to me was that like he said at some point everyone's going to experience disability and that's not something that a lot of people want to come to terms with um, so I'm trying to come to terms with it and I'm trying to look at the world in a different lens and understand you know if I was in this person's position like this wouldn't be a thing for me like I wouldn't be able to do these things and there's so many different varieties of disability too like it's it's just like there's so much to think about it that nobody really not a lot of people really think about and um i'm hoping to make more connections with people to understand you know what they're what it is how they experience the world differently from me um and you know one of the things i'm like thinking about is our trip to portugal one of the biggest things that i've read is in lisbon like to basically you have to go up these massive steep hills and that's not a thing like that can't be accessible for everyone and another thing like when you brought up with that with our episode with Andrew was you know how you feel this sense of independence traveling on your own and for him that's not something that he can do like he has to have somebody with him all the time and that's a different sort of you know feeling of independence for him like he still feels confident out in the world but that just means he has someone to support him while he does that so and he's built relationships with people that want to do that with him and building those relationships is so valuable in life so hoping to build some more connections with people who are experiencing experiencing the world different than i am and i think we're doing that through this podcast um but i'm like hyper aware now of like you know i guess more so in the wheelchair accessibility um kind of realm of things but also like we had a podcast listener reach out or listen not a listener but she reached out to us and let us know that she was deaf and this isn't something that like she could really access so she was looking for transcriptions from us and you know that's not something we've perfected yet it's something we're working on and we have a lot of content <laughs> To backlog and, and get it all transcribed but um you know that's something that I want to focus on too and yeah so as I travel this year I'm going to be kind of hyper focused on what's accessible to me versus other people 
um, and kind of in the everyday world too, because it's really kind of shitty out there. <laughs> yeah, do an Instagram takeover. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, coverage of Lisbon. Yeah, oh, it's going to be hard not to. I feel like Lisbon is beautiful. I'm so, so pumped. Oh, yeah. I'm going to eat so many Portuguese tarts, it's insane. <laughs> I'm just going to dismiss my allergy and be like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to bring like three EpiPens with me, hundreds of Benadryls. We'll Do be fine. Do not take medical advice from Katie. This is a disclaimer. <laughs> Yeah, I had a pretty pretty bad track record last year, so. <laughs> All right, well, should Annie come say what she's yeah, up to in 2020? She's snoozing so hard right now. And tell us what's on your mind for 2020. Annie, what are you up to in 2020? Oh, yeah. Wow, you don't say. Oh, oh my goodness, Anne. She's got a lot going on this year. And he's not ready for the new year. Classic. So yeah, I guess, is this it for our our little fun bonus holiday special? I think so. I hope that everyone listening is having a relaxing day, no matter what you're up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and enjoying the holidays. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next time you hear from us, it will officially be 2020. Which is messed up. Enjoy a... Uh, I don't know. What do people eat on Christmas? Well, it's also like, isn't it Hanukkah too? And like a bunch of other holidays. Yeah. I mean, they're so... Enjoy your food. Yeah. Eat some food. (laughs) Okay. Well, happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, happy holidays. We'll see you in the new year. Regular schedule. So two weeks from now. Ciao, ciao.